0: to another sigma duocast presents movie time review and today i'm going to review doom 2021's doom um just got done watching it and decided to go ahead and uh do a quick review before i officially erase it from my head <laughs> All right, man. So full, full transparency. Two things. First off, uh, Dune is based off a book, and uh, and they made it in nineteen eighty four. They made a film. I've never read the book. I I'm pretty sure I've seen the original film, but I don't really remember it. So I'm just gonna say like I didn't. I'm just gonna say I didn't watch it because since I can't really remember it, it's no point in that. Um. So yeah. So it's based off a book. There's a lot of source material. It's a big franchise, big book franchise. I've never read any of them. I don't know anything about it. So this review is really going to be, um, directed towards people who know nothing about Dune. If you're a fan of Dune or no Dune read the books, then, um, you might not find my review pleasant. Let's just put it that way. Um, and no disrespect. Um, I mean, I'll talk, talk about it a little bit, but, um, Again, if you're a fan of the franchise of the franchise I'm probably completely out of line but that's fine again I'm going into this is more of a review of someone who doesn't know nothing about dune and decides to to watch it so you're getting that type of a authentic uh, review of this film secondly I got a little bit of bias beef with, with the director Dennis uh, Villanueva uh, he's done movies in the past that I've enjoyed um my favorite one that he's done is um directed he didn't write or produce just directed uh sicario great movie i think he did a fantastic job there um prisoners directed only um it's a good movie hugh jackman jake gyllenhaal uh blade runner 2049 only directed again it's an established franchise he just did like a, a sequel to it uh, Arrival. I've seen it, but I don't really remember it. It was Jeremy Rayner. That was a good movie. Um, And then Dune, he directed, wrote, produced, again, based off, <clears throat> excuse me, based off a franchise already. Now, my beef is, you guys all know, I'm a big, big fan of the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Studios. And, um, you know, he had to be like Scorsese and had to th- talk some trash about the, about the Marvel movies. And so, i want a little i I was a little extra judgmental going into this film um because of uh, of you know hating hating on a franchise i love but again i'm gonna step away from that i'm gonna let that bias sit to the side and i'm not gonna worry about it if you're curious as to what he said um i don't know where where the direct let's see he spoke to el mundo via the direct some some uh Some magazine or something. Anyways, he said um, in terms of talking about the MCU, he said, perhaps the problem is that we are in front of too many Marvel movies that are nothing more than a cut and paste of others. Perhaps these these types of movies have turned us into zombies a bit, but big and expensive movies of great value are there many today. I don't feel capable of being pessimistic at all. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he'll ever do a Marvel movie. Which honestly, I'm okay with. Don't need it. Marvel, the MCU, is a whole different breed of storytelling. It's a whole different breed of Hollywood. Um, I'm currently reading the story of the MCU uh, book, and it, it's really in depth and and to the very beginning of how Kevin Feige and everything started. It's fantastic. Anyways. I think that's a bit, um, I, I think it's a little bit dangerous to say in my opinion, but that's a whole different thing. Maybe if we get in, maybe if we get another episode in here, hopefully soon, um, we can dive into that between Nate and myself, but, um, that's the comment. That's that again, I'm not going to let that be a little bit biased to this review, but what have you. So anyways, let's move on. All right. So we already know this. My system of reviews is going to be, I'll give you details about the film, uh, you know, length. Um, Obviously, I already mentioned the director, when it came out, how you can see it. Uh, I'll actually read a synopsis. And um, I like to go into discuss a couple points. And it's going to be, you know, we'll talk about the story. We'll talk about acting, visuals, score, and then just miscellaneous things. And then uh, for now, again, I'm still sticking to a five-star system. Um, no star, half a star, full star, what have you. And so I'll give you guys my rating there. And then usually at the end, I'll kind of go into little spoilers just to have a little more deeper conversation. Again, my, uh, reviews are non-spoiler up until the point towards the end when I do address that it's going to be a spoiler. Um, but yeah, I honestly, I don't even know if I'm going to do any spoilers really, because well, we'll talk about it right now. Um, again, I'll be essentially vague deliberately just to not give it not to spoil anything but also for um, you know so you guys can enjoy if you if you want to watch the movie you can enjoy it so again this uh, dune is a franchise based off a book um, by I need to do the name drop Frank Herbert um, he wrote the uh, dune did five sequels to the book and then his kid and another writer continue reading there's like ten books it's it's a big franchise um, just not as popular Um it has been said to translate the first film to um or translate the first book into film is very difficult uh the original dune film was very very poorly received um kind of makes me not want to watch it <laughs> but i don't know maybe i maybe i will so it is called dune but when you watch the film they actually give you the on the on-screen title which is dune part 1 um and I'll dive into that in just a few moments, uh, but it's, uh, so we have Dune part one, came on October 22nd, uh, you can see it in theaters, um, obviously I truly believe seeing movies, especially anything in grand scale, especially if they're filmed with any scenes uh, with the IMAX cameras, I highly recommend always watching it in IMAX, um, but it is available on HBO Max, and because my man talks trash about MCU, uh, he's going to get HBO Max viewership, not actual Hollywood money and not uh, theater money from me <laughs> and know I'm, I'm petty. It's okay. You know what? I, and honestly, I generally recommend watching these. If you're a fan of this franchise, you know about it, go watch it in theaters. You'll really appreciate it. If you don't know nothing about this movie or this franchise, I should say, watch it at home. Don't, don't waste your money. Um, so yeah, uh, the movie is two hours and 35 minutes and let's see, it came out this past, uh, the 21st of October. So, yeah, Dune. So, let me read the synopsis real quick. This is one that's uh, Google. Um, and mind you, I might mispronounce a couple things here because there's a lot of unique names and stuff in this story, but whatever. So, the film revolves around Paul Atre- Atreides, 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 Again. My bad. Uh, a brilliant and gifted young man, born into a great destiny beyond his understanding, must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people. As malevolent forces explode into conflict over the planet's exclusive supply of the most precious resource in existence, only those who can conquer their own fear will survive. I'll tell you right now. Be beyond his understanding. That's kind of how I felt throughout the whole movie. I don't know what the hell was going on. So, which leads into story. This is part one. It does end um not unexpectedly and not with the cliffhanger. Uh, but at the same time, yes, it does. It just ends right when you think it's about to get good. Kind of like kind of like the Hobbit, uh, the desolation of Smaug. Um, The only difference is, well, no, it's kind of the same way because, I mean, Smog was already moving his way to wherever, and it kind of ended like that. So, just forewarning because they didn't advertise this part one until you watch it. This is supposed to be broken into two parts. The second part has not been greenlit to the point where the director, Mr. Dennis here, didn't even know if it was going to happen. So, he made the film with the hope and intent that it would be successful and they'll do a sequel. To continue his story, but he, at the time, he literally, there was no official green light for a second film. He's just going to put this one out and see how it goes. So, if it did bad, we, we probably would never get the rest of the story. You'd have to read the book. Um, and if it does good, which it looks like it is, because a lot of people, a lot of fans, um, it's getting a lot of good reports, getting a lot of good feedback from, you know, official critics, um, fans of the franchise, the book, they're, they're enjoying it. So, I'm pretty sure it's going to get greenlit for a second one. Um, This story is everywhere. Um, Again, not familiar with the, with the source material. I like there was moments where I, I, I kind of get what's going on. Like I get what's happening. I understand that. But, but for me, it was really like, is this worth my time? Like, it 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 literally almost feels almost felt like you know when you're getting ready to go on a vacation and you know like a big vacation you know you're going to be you're leaving your house for a couple of days and it's like that week where like everything is happening like okay getting things situated with work and getting, getting things situated with with at home say you have animals so you're finding people to watch your dogs and cats or whatever you know you got to make sure you got what you need your clothes so you're really just getting everything you need fine-tuning all loose ends and everything and then you finally get in the car and you're like all right let's go that's kind of how the movie is you're just getting everything ready kind of establishing who's who what's what trying to understand getting little tidbits here and there and then finally when you're ready to go and you're like okay i'm invested let's get it it ends that's that's how the movie that's how the movie felt like for me um and that's how the story was it was just all it was just all over the place and i get it and i I understand why they said that it's hard to translate the book to film because of all its underlining plot and characters and all this stuff. And for the most part, again, I didn't see the first, the original film and I didn't read the book, but I think it did an okay job. But at the same time, it's still all over the place. Like I have so many unanswered questions by the end of this part one and not a lot was answered throughout. So I don't know, man, this, the story again if you're a fan, if you know the source material fairly well, you're probably like, no man, this is fantastic. It was great. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, kudos for me. I, I don't know. Like I'll watch the second one. Um, just because I need closure. Like I don't, it's not like I want to see the second one. I, I have to see it just because I need to know, you know, was two hours and 35 minutes of my time worth it and hopefully i'm not disappointed um but yeah the story was all over the place i don't know i i i was I, I was left very unsatisfied let's just put it that way um next up acting so a lot of great actors in this film a lot um some some they're new to me um, and there's a lot of established actors. So the main star, um, of the film is going to be, um, let me see if I can pronounce this man's name, Timothy Chalamet. I probably butcher that like very badly. Um, anyways, I've never really seen this guy in anything, um, up until the Saturday Night Live uh, skit. I only saw the one skit where he did the. They're making fun of terrible rap music, rap rappers. It's <laughs> a good one. um That's about it. I didn't realize he was. He's in Interstellar. Interstellar. I didn't. I didn't even remember him. He was one of the kids, I guess. um So he's new to me. He's good. I. He did a good job. He, he interesting. kind of just. Honestly, though, you know what? He kind of just gave me like that mopey, uh, like kid will privileged kid kind of, but like tried hard to prove himself. Like when he, when there was moments in the film where he tried to prove himself, like he did a good job. But when there was times where he was like, just kind of trying to be like confused, vulnerable, it was just like, mm, kind of see that in real life. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson is in this film. She plays lady Jessica. Uh, good actress. um, I've only really seen her in the Mission Impossible movies. Um, she was in Life with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal, and Doctor Sleep, which was like the sequel to The Shining. Uh, good, good actor, good actress. Um, Oscar Isaac plays Duke Leto Atreides. Uh, I love Oscar Isaac. He did a great job. Um, loved his energy. Loved everything about him in this film. And uh, and I. No, I shouldn't make that statement now. I'll make it at the very end. Um, uh, let's see here. Next, Josh Brolin was uh, Gurney Halleck, another great actor. Um, kind of just, just it was Thanos without the CG. Really, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of hard because he was just like kind of like just militaryish and like just short. Just his mannerisms just reminded me a lot of Thanos, and I was just like, okay, just didn't look like grimace, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Stellan Skazgard's in. This is Baron Valdemir Har- Harkoin. I cannot pronounce these things. I'm telling you guys. Sorry. Harkinen. Harkinen. Oh, well, whatever. Anyways, uh, this guy. So at first, I didn't really recognize him. A lot of makeup. But his voice definitely stands off. You know, Stellan Skazgard's voice, you hear it instantly. But, uh, very interesting the way he looks in this film. Uh, Dave Bautista's in there as Glaus uh, Robin. Cool. Uh, I like Dave Bautista. Zadania's in there as Chani. Uh, David Dash Machilin as Petrie Rice. Uh David, if you guys don't know who he is, he's from Ant-Man. He's, he was in The Dark Knight. And recently he was the Polka Dot Man in The Suicide Squad. So the guy's getting some roles. Happy for him. Uh, Jason Momoa is in there as Duncan Idaho. Jason Momoa badass. I like Jason Momoa. Uh, Javier Bardem is in that film as Stilgar. Played very... I don't know. Very mellow. Kind of like No Country for Old Men. Just not as brutal. but Just mellowed out, I guess. A couple other great actors in the film. And actresses. Um, acting was good. I actually enjoyed the acting. That was... Uh, really convinced I will say um, there's a lot of characters in this film not to really give away anything and and like not to spoil anything but with a big cast just think Game of Thrones if you watch Game of Thrones you'll kind of know what I'm talking about it's free for all basically Um, but yeah what's next Uh, visuals this was the highlight of the film for me um, I cannot stress enough how beautiful the film looked. now. It takes place in, you know, on a planet called, um, Arrakis and it's just filled with sand. Uh, Anakin Skywalker would not like to be there. I'll tell you that much, but, um, it it was, it was nice. It was an actually beautiful to see the sand really looked like the ocean. It was, it was crazy. Um, for a good chunk of it to be CG, um, but everything else, like just the ships, the 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 tech, everything that they were using, um, some of the you know uh, buildings and whatnot, it just looked fantastic. The the film, or you know, it takes place in the year ten thousand one hundred and ninety-one, so well, 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 well in the future. Um, but it it was visually, it was great. Cinematography was top-notch. Um, lighting was great. Everything was fantastic. Like I really, really loved how it looked and how everything looked. Like I've again, I've never read the books or anything, but I'm assuming people who've read the books who are friends of this franchise, like if they had to imagine how it would look like, this is exactly what they wanted, what they expected. So um I give the just the visuals alone is like top notch. And um to see if you were to go watch it in IMAX or in theaters, I think you'll get the best benefit. Um because it's just very, very beautiful. Like I can't even really think of a moment where it looked like remotely fake. Cause you know, every now and then you'll see CG and it's like, ah eh, it looks fake. Um, but no, it, it looked, it, it looked very well. Really, really loved it. Um, score music. So ironically, in my first one that I did of these, um, uh, the James Bond film, Han, Hans Zimmer did the music for that. And, well, there he is again doing it again for this one. Uh, although I didn't get any dark night vibes this time around, so um, it was good. I love, I love, uh, this the music was great. I think they overdid a little bit more with like the um, I don't know, biblical yelling, not yelling, but like um, you hear it in the trailer. If you watch the trailer towards the end, like you hear the, the woman. I don't know what it's called, but like, there's a bit too much of that. Like, they need to dial that back down. And the only thing that my complaint was, it's a Warner Brothers film, and Warner Brothers film audio has a tendency where the dialogue is low, but everything else is really loud. Um, the Matrix, this one, um, Dark Knight, you know, anything that Warner Bros makes for whatever reason, they they use a some type of sound codec that. The audio, the voice audio, is always lower than the, you know, affects everything else. The score, the, you know, gunshots going off or a ship or something, and, and it's hard. Like I it got to the point where I had to turn on the subtitles while watching this. Like, thankfully, I'm at, I'm, at home, I watch it at home on HMX because I was moments where I just, I could not hear, and I had it turned up loud, and I have a pretty good surround system, you know, I could not for the life of me hear what they were saying like understand what that was being said so i had to turn on the subtitles because it was just too loud every the other noise was just too much and it's not you know again it wasn't my setup it's literally how those movies are um movies that warner Bros. same thing with the like i said dark knight the batman movies um the matrix movies um godzilla i mean anything warner brothers makes it's weird i don't know but that was my only kind of complaint there um and that was great and so That leads to my final part. That's the miscellaneous. So kind of, you know, just little things here and there. This movie was long and it wasn't always fun. Um, It definitely dragged in parts. Um, I mean, at the very beginning, the movie didn't even hook me in the beginning. I watched the first 15, 20 minutes and I was just like, I was literally debating should I continue watching so it didn't hook me right away Um, anytime Oscar Isaac was on screen Jason Momoa um, when the plot was pretty much simple uh, I was hooked I was good and so um, anything action orientated great um and then finally once it got towards the end i was it was starting to build on me and it was finally like okay cool oh cool like let's see where this is gonna go this looks good this all right all right i'm kind of starting to get, fully get what we're, go, what we're going on now, now again we're getting ready to leave the house so you're getting uh you're getting excited that that, that energy is starting to pump up because you know when you go on that vacation you did all the shit you got to go through and now you're finally going to leave the house and that's kind of like, all right we're finally all right we're finally getting to the point you know, we've been seeing all this and this and this and talk about this and this and this. And here we go. It's uh, it's happening now. And boom, credits. You're like, well. Kick me in the nuts. <laughs> so it's a bit long. Um, again, is there's a lot of build. Uh, there's some great moments throughout the film, great action moments. But it was just I don't know. It just it dragged way too much for me. Um, and then what else, uh, another miscellaneous thing, uh, let's see. Can I see that? Can I see that? Is that a spoiler? No. Um, the only other thing, uh, well, another thing It was just, there wasn't a lot of for the length of the movie. There isn't a lot of screen time for a lot of other characters. I mean, again, this is a big, big cast. Um, but, um, and again, the main focus is Paul. That is the main character. Um, you see a lot of Paul and Lady Jessica, which is his mother. Um, it, it really focused on them, too. And it was really a story about them. Um, and they're good. I mean, like I said, the chemistry was great. The acting was great between the two of them. Um, so... Not bad. And then, shoot, there was nothing I was going to say. Oh, and the only other thing with it is it left, it didn't answer enough questions. Um, if anything, they kept adding, adding, adding a lot of questions, and I didn't get a lot of answers. So, um, I, again, I need to see the sequel, not so much because I want to see it, but more because I've invested time to watch this one, and I need some closure. I need to know where it was going because I had no I, I it never got to the damn point there was just a lot of you know hypothetical and potential and what what we're gonna what can be and we never get any closure we never get any conclusion so I will see the sequel if when and if it does come out um, and hopefully I get the closure that I'm, I'm hoping for because it just left me very like All right, cool. Again, if you are a fan of the source material, you're probably in, you know, just loving it. But so, out of five stars, because I love the visuals so much, um, and the acting was great, I'm going to give it three out of five. Three out of five. It's the middle ground. That's that's the middle ground to be honest. Um I need I need to I need to I I am mad, I'm pissed that I, I need to see the sequel to appreciate this film. Like I need the obviously you need the full story to appreciate it, but the problem is that it didn't do enough for me to where um you know I could I could appreciate it as is. I need the sequel to 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 enjoy it you know I've never before the hobbit I never read the book um, I did after so when you know when you, when you when you read The Hobbit the objective is for them to get to or when you watch the Hobbit the objective is them get to the Lonely mountain the movie on its own stands though like if no other one ever happened it's like okay cool we never get it. That sucks. But it, it ends. Like it, it does a good job. Uh, on doing that. And then even when you get to. Desolation of Smaug. And they even extend that even further. Where they literally give you. The cliffhanger ending. It was still again. It was still good enough there. you got You had enough content. That you enjoyed. That first part or what have you. This one doesn't do it. I feel that. Uh, Dennis tried so much to get it how the book is and obviously he could not fit everything into one film but he literally replicated as much as he can um, of whatever the book is like and I don't know what it is so I I might be speaking way out of line but again with with The Hobbit because I read it after after I watched The Hobbit I was like I need to read the book and then I read the read the story And then found out, you know, the third film that they were doing was just a whole bunch of extra stuff they wanted to throw in that really had nothing to do with the the main book. But, again, I can watch The Hobbit and enjoy the whole movie. It does everything I need. And I don't know if that's what Dennis was talking about with the whole MCU and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if he was trying to make Dune like that. And I feel like he could have, but it just didn't captivate me as as a Hobbit or um, Lord of the Rings or anything like that. And I'm comparing those ones because again, he wants to put his movies on pedestals. Um, That's, that's when he, when, when I think of a movie that he's describing a film that just big budget and it's just big scale and everything, I think of Lord of the Rings and, or the Hobbit. Um, So I don't know, maybe when it comes out on Blu-ray, we'll have a director's cut or something and get more, Um, or like I said, maybe we just need the sequel and when we get the sequel, maybe it'll be the same length, two hours and 30 minutes, 35 minutes. And there you go. When you combine the two, it's five hours. It's it's, to tell the story, the first book of Dune, it needs to be told across five hours. But I don't know. So for me, three out of five, it was all right. Um, not as satisfied, you know, it is what it is. As far as spoilers, I really, t- because because it was, again, just building up to, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're getting the car packed and get everything ready to go on vacation. And it was just us getting into the car to leave. Uh, there's really nothing, there's really nothing to spoil, you know, because we didn't even get to the damn point. So, anyways, check out Dune. Um, if, I mean, and watch it yourself. Like if you don't know anything about Dune, go watch it yourself, be your own. Again, this is just my personal opinion. Um, you know, you might enjoy it. You might not know nothing about Dune and go watch it and like love it. So do that. Go watch it. Um, it's in theaters. If you want to watch it in theaters, if not, you want to watch it at the comfort of your home, HBO max, um, which I personally recommend if you're not a fan of, uh, if you know nothing about Dune, watch it at home. It's the best way to do it anyways, as long as you have a good TV and good sound system. Um, if you're a fan of the franchise, well, go to theaters. And my whole review, if you're a fan of the uh, book, is probably void, which is fine. It's 100% okay. Um, but just, again, just a little, just to kind of, before I leave, just a touchback. I watched The Hobbit, never read the book. After I watched The Hobbit, I wanted to read the book. I got the book, read it, loved it book and the films well the first two at least the um my chair squeaking too much the um this movie watched it i i have no interest to read the book so maybe when the second one comes out or when and if whatever the second part the rest of the story the actual story uh comes out we'll see how uh, how i feel about it then but as of right now it's just that's cool I watched it is done. I'll wait three years to see the next one. Will I watch it again? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe when the sequel comes out, cause God knows how long it's going to take for the sequel to come out since they didn't even have it in the plans to begin with. So that kind of sucks. Anyways, Dune in theaters, HBO max three out of five stars, visually beautiful, beautiful. Um, Uh, Film, everything, CG, the set pieces, cinematography, top notch. Acting's great. You decide everything else. But yeah, until next time.